0: Hello, my spontaneous people, this is Johnny Bor here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is a show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture, for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. Uh, uh, For a little bit of notice, I understand that I haven't posted my thoughtful mind yesterday. That is because I am going to integrate uh, that segment into this um, uh, for Saturday's uploads. And the reason why I'm doing that is because... I wanted to basically I really wanted to like incorporate like both like having like nerdy talks and the personal stuff so that um, and also I, I also don't want to do it like uh, like two days I really don't want to do like like one day I have to upload it and then like on Saturday I have to do it again uh, it was a try, but I wanted to integrate the personal talks into the show, um, so I really wanted to, uh, have that for me, so that it'd be, like, <laughs> it's essentially, like, doing, like, less work for me, <laughs> and so it's gonna be, like, uh, in the beginning, I'm gonna have, like, nerdy talk, and then I'm gonna have the, I'm gonna have the real talk, so so it's a so it's be so the first half nerdy and then the second half personal talk, so that it will be like uh, sort of a it's like a good balance of the two because I love doing both. I love doing both. Um, but for now, I'm gonna have the uh, the nerdy and then the the real stuff. All right, but before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Wherever you can get your podcast. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. This week, Loki. Um, I really so before I talk about Loki, I, I really wanted to uh address like what I'm gonna be doing for the nerdy stuff. Um, I will talk about some recent stuff, like and keep in mind, I am in I am up to date with like the shows I've been watching, like such as the Arrowverse. Um uh, the Bad Batch, um, uh, like, you know, the MCU shows, that sort of thing, um, I'm up to date, uh, I'm up to date on those things, however, if, like, for example, if you want me to talk about The Bad Batch, I don't really want to talk about The Bad Batch, because, I'm not saying it's a bad show, it's not a bad show, there's there's just some things that I don't want to talk about, Um like, but here I am talking about it, this week's, uh, episode of Bad Batch was just, uh, it, it felt like a filler, uh, it, it, because it felt like a filler, I, there's not much, like, big significance that I really want to discuss, uh, the past two episodes were very, very, uh, on the story of, of what, what the show is all about, and now that we know about, um, like, we have Rex, when Rex coming back, and then you have Crosshairs, and then they have the Bounty, like, with Cat ba- with Cat Bane, it was, it felt like it's a more story-driven, like, you know, the, the overall plot of this season, this one was just, not saying there's not going to be any significance, I, uh, and I'm, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a tie-in to this episode, however, it was just, like, them dealing with, like, oh, should I, should we rescue this separatist senator, and then now, like, it's all about learning, like, oh, okay, this is so much bigger than the, uh, the, the Republic and the separatists, it's much grander than that, it's, everybody's now against the Empire, because they're a tyranny, they're a tyranny, so, that's basically what this, that episode's all about, and there's just not nothing much to discuss, so I'm not gonna do, like, reviews, if I really want to do a review. Um, it, now it's just gonna be more of a spoiler talk. When I meant by spoiler talk, the reason why I don't call it spoiler review, I don't wanna do a rundown, because if you, if, if I really wanna do a spoiler review or something, I'm not saying, I'm not gonna bash on those who do spoiler reviews, um, I think it's, uh, very important for them to, like, uh, to dissect and let people who did not understand the episode um, get another rundown of what it's supposed to be, that's not it for here, this, uh, in this show, I just want to talk about the highlights, um, something that stood out to me, um, so for example, <laughs> Loki this week, Loki, really, what I like about Loki in this show, not only they're talking about the timeline, they did their first introduction, their first introduction to the multiverse, and, when we saw, uh, I think his name is Richard E. Grant, um, in a, in the classic Loki outfit, that is something that's awesome to see, uh, an alligator Loki, and then, like, um, and there's, like, a kid, and and I think I, I, I forgot, there was a name for the other one, the the big bulky Loki, uh, but I, I don't remember the name, anyways, anyways, Loki, after being zapped by, uh, Rovana, I think that's his name, Rovana, yeah, after being zapped, or being, uh, I don't know if it's purged, or, I, I forgot the term, after he's being zapped, after they're, like, and then he's sent to somewhere, it's, it shows that they were sent somewhere, they don't necessarily die, they go to this area where, <sighs> So, I, I feel like Mobius... Mobius is still alive. I, um, I But I was shocked. I was shocked when, like, you know, they zapped him. And I thought that was it. Uh, I, no, well, not really that that was it. I was like... I was just so shocked that they went that far. And it's only episode four. Um, so, I think we have, like, two or three more episodes. I'm not so sure. But what I like about this show is... They're introducing... Um, the, I feel like this is the first true introduction of the multiverse, um, Endgame did talk about timelines, and, but it was more about timelines than, like, you know, different universes, so, um, they talk about two different stories, or two different worlds, so that is something that, um, that could be considered a multiverse, but when you see Loki, and you see different versions of Loki, that is, like, what I believe the first real introduction of the multiverse, which I am very excited for, and besides, um, and besides the multiverse stuff, I mean, okay, uh, uh, going back to, uh, just the multiverse stuff, this makes me more excited, more excited for Spider-Man 3, why? Because I think this is we, we, we've all talked about Spider-Verse, we've all heard the leaks, we all heard about like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, and then like me, some fan met Tobey Maguire in New York, and then they're all meeting up in New York, and like, I was like, what does this mean, is it, is it a promo, so it's so funny, like I love these theories, because I know like we're probably gonna get 50% to 75% wrong, <laughs> maybe. Like, I know for a fact that we're going to go in the theater hoping we're going to see the, like, I know, I know for a fact that this is going to be the biggest movie of this year, and everybody's anticipating. Everybody's anticipating for one goddamn trailer, (laughs) one goddamn trailer, and we're all going to be there, and we're going to be like, but I don't want to be spoiled, but at the same time, we've been people like me, who are big Spider-Man fans, we've been feeding on this, we've been wanting, like, is this, are we actually getting Andrew Garfield, are we actually gonna get Tobey Maguire, I think that's the main concern, however, I am also concerned that, will it also be a Tom Holland film, will it still be, um, be surrounding Tom Holland, now, People would argue that Captain America: Civil War was um, was an an, uh, an Avengers film, uh, an Avengers film. In some ways, yes. In some ways, yes. You do have all these people in here, but what they did perfectly is that even though they have all of this going on it's still a captain america driven story we go through steve rogers um um how how I would i say it's like his narrative, it's like his narrative, we see him go through the death of Peggy, we see him go through, like, um, his relationship with Sharon, you see his relationship, uh, uh, relationship with Bucky, we, we see, it's all going back towards Captain, uh, Captain America, and it's still Captain America's movie, so that's what I hope for, even though we are very excited to see Toby Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, and all these villains that have, because we heard Alfred Molina, and then, like, Kevin is like, being mad at Alfred Molina, so, like, uh, about, about, like, you know, spoiling some shit, and then Jamie Foxx, and it's just, this movie, this movie is so, it is so, <laughs> I, 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 would, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get a trailer. Like, we only get, like, what, TV spots? And... <laughs> I can can go on and on, I can go on and on about this, about the Spider-Verse, but I am just so excited for what this movie is going to be, is it a Spider-Verse, maybe, maybe, maybe not, and we could be completely wrong, I just love this journey of, like, how this going towards, and Loki did that, Loki did that at the post credit scene, this was a post credit scene, um, that he awoke and saw all the other Lokis, and I'm very excited, it's funny, it was funny, but I feel like it's going to pull off with, um, I feel like when we had expectations for Endgame, like, all, everyone coming back together, and we got more and more people, I feel like it's gonna be that epic, I feel like it's gonna be a film, like, unlike anything we've ever seen, I feel like this is the movie that's going to introduce so much creativity. And thanks to Loki and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. um, We saw Lego sets. Lego sets with Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. And three. Three new Spider-Man suits. Go check that out uh, if you want to see it. But we have three new suits. So, I I can go on and on about it. But I want to go back to Loki. Loki... And what I like about Loki in this episode is like, not only it's like, you know, there's a lot of talks, but you can tell how much, oh, Sif, Sif, Lady Sif returning. That was a surprise and it's a delight that they're uh, in, uh, integrating her in this because we're like, what happened to her at Ragnarok? Um, so I think she survived. I think. Yeah, I, I think she survived, but oh well. Um, I could be wrong. Um But I also love the like Sylvie moments. Sylvie is by the way, Sophia like in um I forgot her Sophia DeMartin. I I forgot her I-, I forgot her real name, but uh but she is, by the way, she is gorgeous. She's a gorgeous actress and and the fact that and the fact that, you know, she's doing this, is awesome. And I, I love the relationship, uh, the, the, the back-to-back with, um, Loki and Sylvie. It is very, it's very endearing, and it's a great example of, like, loving yourself. Um, you really see that. You really see that, in, um, between them. They have chemistry. Uh, I, but what I love about it, it doesn't feel too forced about this, you know, like a uh, romance, and I love how Mobius is just like you're in, like you know, you you have a crush on yourself, <laughs> like it's true, it's true, and it's um and it's a weird conundrum. So that's what I love about this episode and the multiverse. You know, the multiverse is awesome. Um, wait, I take that back. I feel like Loki, besides seeing the other versions of Loki. Um, I feel like Sylvie is the first introduction of the multiverse, I think. Um, of, like, you know, having a different version of Loki. I think that that is, uh, that is, um, a good introduction to the multiverse. And then, like, we're going forward with it. That's what I like about this show. They're, they're taking chances about, like, you know, great storyline or great storytelling. So, I'm excited. I'm very excited alright, now, going into the Arrowverse now <sighs> Legends of Tomorrow was fun um, uh, it's a fun episode um, but not gonna really dive into that but I really wanna dive in on Batwoman now, y'all can say how poorly written and how lackluster of like Ryan a, a, as a main character um, as a main character, however um, I wanna like, kind of not really talk about that, I really want to talk about, um, the journey of Kate Kane, um, I feel like in season one, we were wondering, what can we do with Kate Kane, and, um, there's not really much of a gl- growth, except for, um, and no offense to Ruby Rose, I love Ruby Rose, um, uh, but I feel like what they're trying to do with her character, um, It wasn't really clear about, um, how is she going to grow, um, except, except for Crisis, where she became the, the paragon of courage, which, um, which is good, which is a good choice, um, but I feel like in season two, this is where Kate Kane starts to grow, where she's, you know, trying like that, what Kate said at the end of the of the episode. It's all about like Beth finding, bringing out the Kate in me. Like there, are, what I love about it is like Kate learning to become more of herself, and and that adds depth. That adds depth, and the dynamic between Beth, or like not the dynamic, but the relationship between Beth and Kate when. When Alice had a brief moment of becoming Kate, and then she is saving Kate from dying, from drowning, and that, by the way, that, that scene was so, I, I believe it's very, one of the beautiful scenes of the show, and when, um, when, uh, Beth, uh, saved Kate from, like, you know, from drowning, with the help of Ryan, of course, it was such a beautiful moment, but I, I know a lot of people were like, they want more of a moment with Beth and Kate, um, when, when Kate finally, you know, um, was saved, and she looked at Alice, and it's like, and whispered, like, Beth, that was, that was beautiful, it was really beautiful, and, but I know a lot of people are upset that, like, Alice was taken away when like they saw the cops I Feel it's necessary. I I feel like it, it really is necessary now a lot of people were, were wanting more of a Connection just like just a brief moment I feel like even for that brief moment of Kate looking at Alice and saying Beth It was very beautiful, but also it's also sad the reason why it's sad, but it's also powerful because now Alice is wondering if, if Beth, you know, or if Alice wants to be Beth again, and that is the, you know, the growth of, like, who does she want to be, and then now we're off on Kate's journey, I feel like Kate's journey, um, now that she reconnected with Sophie, just for a little bit, just for a little bit, um, and by the way, that kiss between Kate and Sophie, it's just... Wallace Day, Wallace Day, I want to give a props, I want to give a a clap for Wallace Day, she knocked it out of the park, she played not only Cersei, but like, not only Cersei well, she played Kate well, like, I'm not, she played it so well, it's not that I don't miss Ruby Rose, it's like, but she, but the fact that Ruby Rose wanted to step, uh, step away from it because of the hard work, Wallace Day, and the fact that she auditioned to be Kate, and she missed that opportunity, and then she got that opportunity again, that's also kind of reflected, uh, kind of resembles her journey as Kate, um, that she brought Kate in her, that, like, this is a second chance for Kate, and Kate, a second chance for, for Wallace as well, so, it's so, it's so awesome to see that. Uh, I, I'm really, I'm really digging it. And what I'm really excited for is that Kate said, I'm going to visit a friend at National City. Are we, we, we going to speak to Kara? Like, is there going to be an episode with Wallace Day and Kara? Oh my God. I am very excited. I am very excited. I I, I think the reason why she wanted to talk about that is, is because the kryptonite, um, what can she do with that kryptonite, so, I, I don't know, and also her, uh, Kate, uh, Kate Kane's dad, um, I feel like that, that was the end of it, like, um, uh, Jacob Kane, he said he's not returning for the show, maybe he might pop up every now and then, but, like, the fact that he's in jail, I mean, I know they're trying to make room for Ryan to grow because they really need her to grow as a character, and then uh, her like with with like your mom is alive or your birth mom or something like you know she's alive. But what I what I did like though is um, uh, Luke. Uh, Luke, uh, the introduction to Batwing was pretty cool, but I also love how it wasn't perfect, like, he's still trying to test out the suit, but, (laughs) the, the suit, by the way, though, it is very bulky, though, no, no, I mean, like, I'm not talking about the, the suit itself, but the helmet, the helmet is big, (laughs) but, but it also kind of makes sense, um, in a way, I, it, I just find it a little funny that the suit is, like, the helmet is much bigger than the suit itself, but, it was so cool, um, and it's so funny, too, that, like, like, Luke gets the high-tech ones, and, like, better, better ability, um, better, like, tech stuff, or the advantage than Batwoman, but whatever, I feel like it's gonna be exciting to see Luke and Ryan on the field, and then we're gonna, and then it will be a, a, a chance for, um, Mary, for Mary to be on the comms, and have a better role of, like, what's going on, how to use the computers, and, like, and also, I just think that, like, they're gonna give her more roles, you know, more stuff to have, so I'm excited for that, I'm really excited, it's funny how, like, Luke, Mary, and everyone else, and, uh, but Ryan, uh, as as a lead, as a lead, I, I feel like, I feel like season three would definitely, like, you know, push through and see how it goes, um, and see how she grows as a main character, as a leader, because I, I, I really want to see her as a leader, so, yeah, I mean, like, maybe there are moments of her being kind of a leader, but I, I don't sense that just yet, um, but I'm still giving Ryan a chance, and, um, and by the way, the, the, the actress, uh, the actress, herself uh um you know she's brilliant she's a, she's a good actress uh it I feel like it's not the actress or the I feel like it's the it's the writing I I feel like it's the writing and I feel like I really want Ryan to have justice for her character and now I think she's gonna have that chance of like of now discovering like who like where her mom is and you know that sort of thing Alright, now, I really want to talk about The Flash. The Flash, when, when Godspeed was back, it felt like, if I'm not saying it's like perfect, it's not a perfect episode, however, it brought back to what I love about The Flash. It's the speedsters. Now, I, I know how people were like, oh, we're getting speedster fatigue Um, now can we just have, uh, now can we have a main villain that's, the the main villain, that's not a speedster. They did that for the thinker. And it didn't go the way that it was. And Cicada, Cicada was, uh, whatever. And then, um, and then, uh, who is it? And then we got, uh, Thawne back. We got Thon back, which is like, you know, I, I, miss Thon. Um, we, but we can't have Thon all the time. So I get that. Blood work, blood work. I, you know what? Blood work was a wasted opportunity. I feel like for blood work, um, he was a villain that, uh, I respected, um, because he wanted to do good. He really wanted to do good. And, but like having dark flash, that was, that was a, uh, it was a good take, and then the build-up to Crisis that was, it was really good, it was a really good build-up, and after that, it was, it just felt like, you know, lackluster, and we did not know what to do with the Flash, and like, it it felt like we're running out of stuff to talk about, and then, they did something good with, like, bringing back Godspeed, God speed, because now barry needs help he needs speedster help and where he's gonna get that from excess and impulse his kids they're bringing like you know they're introducing what the flash um like the potential of what the the flash show could be and that is bringing in um Bring in excess and impulse, and reconnecting with his kids, because there, there was left a void, there was a bit of a void of, like, Iris and Barry, they lost their child, their unborn child, and they're, like, wondering, what's going to happen, and when I saw Nora, when I saw Nora in Barry's dream, I was like, this is, this is gonna hurt, uh, this is gonna be great, it makes me excited, it makes me excited, and what I loved about, um, season five, is, um, um, what I love about season, even though the, uh, the cicada stuff was like, eh, but what I love about it is the relationship between Nora and Barry and Iris, It's, it, it felt like a family, it really did, and it's ironic though, because, uh, Jessica Parker Kennedy, she's older than, (laughs) she's older than Grant Gustin, which is funny, but still, it was such a beautiful moment, and you believed it, like, hi dad, like, everything's going to turn out, like, the way it's supposed to, and that is something I'm really looking forward to, and I saw the set photos with impulse and then, X, like, an excess coming together. It's so exciting. It is very exciting to see, and, uh, whew, whew, I'm really excited, and it really feels like, like the flash is back, and I'm really, um it's really exciting, it really is, um, it made, it, it reminded me of what I love about The Flash in the first place, and, like, all the speedsters, all the timelines, it, because those are, like, it grows in, po- uh, possibilities, I'm not saying you don't have, like, you know, other villains, you know, those weekly villains that appear now and then, and, like, you know, those are good, those are good, but also, the fact that they have, um, you know, having a speedster, like, you know, villain, it, there's just something amazing about that, you know, it's like Barry testing his, you know, testing someone who's similar to him, and it, it challenges, it challenges him to become a better hero, so, really excited for what's going, uh, what's to come for The Flash, it, uh, what I love about this episode, this week's episode was, it didn't felt like, oh, oh there's a lesson to be learned, you know, um, because there's still, it's like a cliffhanger. There's still more to to see, and it's not about like, oh, um, I learned that we need to be nice to each other. That's sort of you know bullshit or whatever, or like, oh, we need to learn how to trust one another and keep trying and never fail. Like that sort of thing. Um, there wasn't that agenda, or like, uh, yeah, there wasn't an agenda or like a lesson to be learned. There's no after school special. No, it, 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 it's just the continuation of Barry wanting to have kids, and he's gonna see them anytime soon. So I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for that. All right, now, now that we I've done, I'm basically done with all the real. Oh, I mean the, the real talk, uh, the nerdy talk. Now I really want to get into the real talk. So I already talked about the updates of this podcast. But this is something I really want to talk about and that is limits. So what I mean by that is we all have limits to to what we can do. But I've noticed for me I've I struggled with what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? Um am I happy? Because I've noticed I've been comparing myself to others, and and trust me, there's gonna be a lot more, whether, whether it's relationships, whether if it's a career job-wise, like, am I, that person's making more money than me, I don't, um, I'm not living with, um, I'm not living by myself, there are so many expectations of that I thought, but because I feel like I'm not living life to the fullest, like, I'm not... But the problem is, I have limits, and that is whether if it's resources, money, um, I, I, any kind of those limits, um, I'm using those limits as an excuse. When I use limits as an excuse, I'm like, oh, this costs so much money, then I, I can't do that. Like, for, exa- for example, I wanted to have a better setup for uh, the podcast. I wanted to have uh, legit microphones. I want to have soundproof tiles. So I want to create, like, some sort of a studio. But what's, uh, what's the barrier is... Um, is um, I can't afford it. I can't afford it at this time. And what did I do? I, I was just like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. And the same thing with um, gym memberships, um, or like I've never gone to the gym in a while. I just work out at my home because I thought it was like, oh, I have to pay like you know this amount of money. Um, so so I wondered, like, is this really like you know right for me? Um, so I, I didn't do that because why I've been putting so much money into stuff that I don't need. Um, because I feel like I'm just spending money on material, spending on money that I don't need. I just want to surround myself with the thing, the, the nice things. But if I, but once you buy nice things, what are you going to do? Nothing. Like for example, my Hogwarts Castle. It is beautiful. I built that and that was fun. And and now it's just it's just a glorified statue. Um, same so thing with my diagonale and and everything. My costumes, the costumes that I've built, it's just sitting there until like you know, there's a there, you know, there's a convention and whatnot. I need to start thinking about where I put my money. And also, after when my dog needed surgery, and I thought my dog was going to die. I put all my money that I could afford so that she can be safe, and that is why I need to be wise with my money, and also having limits as an excuse, going back to that. I can't use that as an excuse. I need to start planning, and the same thing with... Um, you know, with the, when I'm, I'm still, I'm still studying to become a teacher, and, like, I'm walk, I'm working towards a professor, but it is very slow, but the problem is, I haven't made the commitment yet to buy the test, or, like, you know, uh, buy the test, and then prepare, because I don't have a set plan, I don't have a set plan on what to do, so, I need to start reaching out to friends who, who were in the master's program and how can I like, you know, prep, you know, such as affording it because I don't know how much, cause the reason why I'm doing these tests is because I wanted to get my credentials or, um, and get my, get into the master's program. But the problem is I don't know if I could afford it yet, but I still need to, you know, do my research and work hard. Um, I know I got to work hard, but I still need to find that estimate of how I'm going to afford it, and and I know that applying for financial aid—that's that you know—that's one thing. So, and and I always question. Um, am I? There's this question of am I doing this for myself, and and what I mean by that is I've always thought I was lackluster in terms of my potential because I, I do believe, I do believe that I can sing. Maybe I'm not like, you know, a great, you know, singer because I'm not properly trained and also dancing. Um, I, I, I'm think, I think I'm a pretty good dancer, but, um, I only learned by myself, but, and I wonder if I were to pursue that, Am am I, am I pursue um, when if I pursue that if I become a singer or a dancer whatever, am I doing this for myself? And I always come back to. No, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm just doing it for acknowledgement. Um, and the same thing when I'm becoming t- like you know thinking about professor, why am I doing this? Am I doing this for money? Am I doing to support my family? I. I truly believe that deep down, deep down inside, I feel like I'm doing this for acknowledgement. I want people to see me as successful. I want people to see me as attractive because I'm not just making enough money, but I know how to handle myself. working out, am I doing this for myself? Or am I just like, you know, building up so that I look more attractive to women? So I need to start getting out of that mentality of not getting the approval, the approval of others, the approval uh, and acknowledgement from other people saying like, hey, Sean knows how to deal with himself. That's none of their business. That's none of their business anymore. I need to do this for myself because I need to start believing in myself. That's the end. Of, that's the, the moral of, of what I'm supposed to do. I need to do this for myself and no one else. And, and why am I working for myself to uh, you know so that I can support myself, but also my family who needed help. So, I'm doing this for me for me, and I want to gain the ability to help others, because I want the acknowledgement, no, because I want to help, and I really just need to start remember, uh, um, remembering that, I, I mean, um, uh, to remind myself of that, so... I need to stop doubting myself, stop comparing to others. I cannot compare my beginnings to someone's middle or um, final stages you know, that sort of thing, I can't compare myself to them, because I'm, I'm going, I'm just have to acknowledge that I'm on a different road than some other people, and especially the people that I love, it's because the people that I love, the people, my friends that I care for, they are going places, and I, I'm very happy for them, but the problem is, is that I am comparing myself to them, and now I'm like, what am I doing? Am I being successful? Am I... Am I really there? And I feel like there's this stigma. Because I'm turning 25. My birthday's next week. (laughs) um, That because I'm turning 25, I, I have this pressure of like, I'm supposed to be up here. But that's not true. Everybody is at a different road. And I just need to believe that and, wow, um, now I feel like, you know, I feel more confident in myself, I, I feel like I could work hard again, and, um, and I'm, I feel like I'm not bound to the limits that I have, you know, even though I have limits, you gotta work with your limits in order to work hard, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a good point, work hard with the limits that you have, that's a. Good, I feel like that is a, a good quote. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep that. <laughs> I'm going to keep that. Work hard with the limits that you've had. If you are running out of money, then find alternatives. Um, if you, um, if you feel like um, you could drive somewhere so that you could focus, drive there. You know, like for example, I go to the library or I go to the mall. Um, I don't have to shop or anything, or don't have to find a book. I just need some space where I can focus on my shit, so, that's what I'm gonna keep doing, and if money is an issue, then I have to, like, you know, work at home, you know, that's just how it goes, um, yeah, even working out, working out, um, I gotta, uh, I don't have to go to the gym, I could still work out at home, I still do, I still work out at home, Um, But if I want better performance, you know um, Either increase the intensity just a little bit or I could keep continuing on the the simple workout So that I would continue being active, you know And if I wanted to challenge myself and I I could afford going to the gym, then I can go to the gym You know, so there I shouldn't be bound to whatever's um, In my way, you know, if it's in my way, then I'll find another way. That's how it works. So work hard with the limits that you have. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And until next time, so long, farewell, take care, bye-bye.